It is a new week and it is time once again for Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. So how are you doing? I hope that your week is off to a fantastic start. And if you're keeping track, we are only about two weeks away from Christmas. So I hope that you are just as excited as I am for the Christmas break to spend some time with our families, to have some downtime. And of course, before I forget, uh, just a reminder that Untapped Potential will not be aired the week of Christmas holiday as well as the week of New Year. So I'm going to miss you, but I will be back uh, the second week of January 2021. So again, the week of Christmas as well as the week of New Year's, we will not be having untapped potential, but I hope that you will enjoy some time with your family and just enjoy some downtime. So welcome to the program. Again, my name is Dr. Simone and you're listening to untapped potential right here on TDN radio. And I certainly hope that your week is off to a wonderful start as we we get ready for not yet another week of life, another week of being productive, and another week of working on our goals. Of course, if you are a regular listener to the program, a very special welcome uh, to you and thank you for your continuous support of this program. And I also want to remember to give a special shout out to my friend out there in New York City, Miss Basilia Toussaint, um, who unfortunately had to undergo surgery recently. But the good news is she is home and recovering. So Bassi, I hope that you're doing very well and that you are on the road to recovery. So our thoughts and our prayers are with you today. So as always, we have a wonderful program lined up for you today. Today, our guest will be clinical psychologist, Dr. Trifi, and she is going to tell us all about the importance of love and relationships, especially during this trying COVID time. So I think we are going to learn quite a bit from her over 25 years of experience in the area of relationship and in the area of self-development. So we're looking forward to hearing from Dr. Trifi and then, of course, once we've had a chance to hear from her, we will talk about all our plans for 2021 and beyond. So let's go ahead and enjoy this number from Itana, a song entitled I Rise, as we welcome Dr. Triffy to the program. And of course, we cannot forget that this program is brought to you through the kind compliments of Peregrine Care Management, a medical consulting company here in McDonough, Georgia. So we are certainly grateful for their sponsorship. So again, let's enjoy this number from Itana. I rise as we welcome Dr. Trifo.
Joining us today on Untapped Potential is Dr. Trifi Wallace. She is a relational energy expert, a licensed psychologist, a licensed professional counselor, advanced clinical hypnotherapist, and a Reiki master. And she's joining us out of Atlanta, Georgia. Dr. Trifi, welcome to Untapped Potential. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you for the invitation. Oh, you are certainly welcome. And while we're at it, before I forget, I also want to uh, thank one of our biggest supporters, Mr. Jeffrey Alexander, who was the one who recommended you to the program. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize that, you know, Jeffrey and I go way back, like little kids. He'd come home to visit his grandparents and they were in my village. So, yes. Thank yes. you, Jeffrey. I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> and of course, and of course, we're both from Dominica, so it's always nice to connect with a sister from Dominica and nice to connect with someone in my area because, you know, I speak to people all over the world for this program, but it's nice to speak with someone who's right in my backyard in Atlanta. Isn't that something? I'm just yes. finding this out. You know, it feels like we've been shadowing each other through the world for the last few years. <laughs> indeed, so, indeed. Uh, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you and the work that you do. All right. So, you know, I start off by telling people I grew up in a part of the world where we've mastered the art of longevity. Yes. I grew up on the island of Dominica in the Caribbean. Not to be confused with the Dominican Republic. No, we are the nature island of the Caribbean. And a lot of what I've learned and actually become is rooted in that. So professionally, I'm a licensed psychologist. I'm also a clinical hypnotherapist. I've done that for a long time. I am your number one relational energy expert. What does that mean? I teach people, my focus right now is on women, but I teach people how to use their natural energies to create success to actually optimize their success because we have natural tendencies that, that we come to the planet with. It's a way of relating. It's a way of being. It's a way of living. We're all masculine and feminine. Yeah. But we lead with one energy or the other at any given time. We're socialized to be feminine. Girls like us. Yeah. Mm -hmm, <laughs> but mm -hmm. on the inside, in our hearts, we're as tough as nails. Mm -hmm. Nature uh, created us to have the babies. So we needed to be tough as nails on the inside. And men, on the other hand, are masculine, tough on the outside, hard bodies, but they're so sensitive on the inside. And when we don't know how to work with that in relationships, in business, in our lives, it can cause so much chaos. And so I've landed on the secret as a psychologist, you know, you got to study everything. And so I've landed on this. And I, one of my biggest intentions is to really teach women how to use that effectively to heal their traumas, to create more money and feel good doing it and to create relationships that last long and feel good. Yeah, so, so we certainly have a lot to unpack. So I'm truly happy that you're here. And something else that I also want to make sure we cover before the end of the program is just coping during this time of the holidays because you posted a, a, a Facebook video that really caught my attention. And it mm. was on the topic of relationships and being single during the holidays. And mm. I really like that question that you asked about if you should break up before the holiday or after so yes. i want to delve into that a little bit more but before we do just tell us about some of the challenges you faced in your early days growing up in dominica and then transitioning over to the u.s life in dominica is pretty idyllic you know you have sea and sand and mangoes galore right just fruits and everything is clean and natural and i really had not experienced anything traumatic or eventful emotionally until I hit 21. Mm. My mother was a huckster. That's the word we use back in Dominica. She sold food that my dad grew on the farm. 
to the neighboring islands. And to do that, you took a boat. So she'd go on a cargo ship. And I was a teacher at the time. And so the day before, you know, she came, gave me my little hug, my little kiss, and to say goodbye. And she went, she was going from Dominica to Antigua and to St. Martin. Well, the next day uh, after her, after she left that fateful day, it turned out to be a fateful day. Um, one of my fellow teachers came up and said, hey, uh, was your mom traveling this week? I said, yes. And you know, you start your, your, everything in your body starts paying attention when people ask you weird questions like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And he said, have you heard from her? I said, not yet. And he said, well, I think the police just came to the office to say that the boat your mom was traveling on sank. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. What, what year was this? That was 1991. 1991. The boat was called the Penelope and several other people drowned that day, including my mother. And to make it more interesting, more complicated, as far as my grieving anyway, uh, went, her body was never recovered. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry to hear that. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, there was no way to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. It was nothing physical, you know. The mm -hmm. community was very supportive. You know how we do back in Dominica. Mm -hmm. Rushes in to support you. But they did the best they could. You know, you were 21 and that's the time of life as women. We start really seeing our moms as Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah, she really knows what she's saying now because before that you're like, Ma, I don't want to argue with you, but uh, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a different way. Right. So yeah, so the year after that, I got a scholarship to move to Minnesota. Good for Minnesota, you. which is good for me. But here's the thing, you leave a country like Dominica where every day it's 70 plus degrees Fahrenheit and you go to a place like Minnesota where minus 70 winds. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Suffice it to say that was not a beautiful transition, right. but you know, we're taught to have grit in Dominica and to move through things and to finish what you start. So I made my way through that, but all the while, you know, this is, this is, this is grieving now, right? So one year later, kind of a, a traumatic event like that, you're grieving and you're away from your family, you're away from your community. So right. you're having move through that process alone compounded by other stressors of life and then did you go to study psychology at that time i did I okay did. They, thankfully the bishop in dominica connected me to to a group of nuns mm. <laughs> so i lived on a convent look what? my life has been like a lifetime movie <laughs> wow so you lived you lived in the convent with the sisters while you went to school Yes. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Lived in a convent and worked on their farm, honey. On their farm, pulling up weeds in <laughs> acres and acres of well, corn. Well, that, that is good therapy. That is good therapy. <laughs> yeah, my heart needed it, yes. but my soul was like, look, one day I told the mother superior, mother, uh, uh, mother Patricia, uh, look, our parents in Dominica, they work the fields and they tell us go to school. Mm -hmm. So this right here, I'm not so sure about this. So were you the only nun, well, non-nun who lived in the, in the convents? I actually was not. So there okay. were uh, about three other students from the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. One was from St. Vincent, St. Lucia. The, the guy from St. Lucia, look, he was like, mm-mm, I can't. Not, he not went back me. home. He did? <laughs> he did. He went back home. And my girl from St. Vincent, she stayed. So we had each other at least. Mm -hmm. And there were some folks from Germany, Canada, Montreal. Mm -hmm. So there were people from all over. Okay. But yeah, it was quite a transition. Yeah, yeah. Now, two years later, I finished the, the, the associates in psychology. Mm -hmm. Go back home for a few months, teach, and then get another scholarship to go to Ole Miss, which is the University of Mississippi. Oh, good for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I had, there were about 30 other students. So we had our own little community. Mm -hmm. And... 
I did my master's and uh, my bachelor's there. Mm -hmm. Met the father of my children, married. He was 26, I was 27. Mm -hmm. Look, married and you know, 26, 27. No, my brother was not ready for all of that. So. Yeah, yeah, you're still kind of young. Yeah, you're young. You, 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 what do you know? You're right. young. And for me, I'm young, I'm alone, I'm away from my family. Suffice mm -hmm. it to say, that did not work out too well. Mm -hmm. And as I look back, I also understand that I was so traumatized from my mother. There was mm -hmm. all of that stuff that I hadn't even delved into yet. Mm -hmm. Look, by 33, we were divorced. I was alone with two kids. Wow. Under five. Wow. Right? Well, my son was five. They were under six. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And had to navigate that on my own. But like I said, you know, in Dominica, they teach us. There's, there's a way that you're taught in Dominica to move through pain and to move mm -hmm. through life. And I had to really dig deep and tap into that. And the very same year that I, we separated, I started my PhD in clinical psychology. Mm -hmm. The year after I started my first business. So I've been uh, the owner of a community-based mental health agency from 2004. Mm -hmm. now, now I'm a huge, I'm a huge proponent of um, single moms and advancing the carers. But did you have a, a social network of support when the kids were so young and you were pursuing your PhD, did you have a support system or did you do this all by yourself? I'll tell you what, my support system was my sister in New York. Mm -hmm. So she was, she like, I, there was no time really to cultivate support networks. If you're doing a PhD is a hundred percent of your time, basically. Yes, it is. It's a full -time yes, it job. Is. Raising kids is a full-time job. Starting a business is a full-time job. Being yourself, living your own life is a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So there was really not much time for social networking. Mm -hmm. So I leaned on what I had, which was my divine source and my sister in New York. Mm -hmm. I mean, like every day, like she, every day, several times a day, we were on the phone. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, back in those days, we didn't have as much access to technology. That's right. Video phones and WhatsApp right. couldn't be WhatsApping our mm -hmm. parents and our friends and all of that. So that, that was very painful. It was a very painful time. But that level of pain, I think the, all of that pain coming together forced me into starting to do the work of healing from all of the, like the source of the pain, the source of the trauma. Mm -hmm. And seriously, I think I was clinically depressed for a good 16 years. Wow. And that was in my mom's years. eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It took me, it, it, it wasn't until the 16th year of her, the anniversary of her death that I didn't wake up, like curled up into a ball of just like, I can't, you know? And, so, and I so, think it also helped if there's a resolution in terms of therapy so was there any a resol any resolution as to why the boat sank was anybody held uh, responsible for the boat sinking because that helps a lot Absolutely. with um um therapy and 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 resolutions for for problems that we come up upon that's a beautiful question so you know life life uh, i've decided life life you know we, we go through things in life and it's our job to transform whatever comes your way into something beautiful. So, it, so there was no resolution. The, the owner of the boat, I mean, the government did a little inquiry, but there was no resolution to that. Nothing happened with that. Um, as far as, you know, the finality of things, it was never final until mm -hmm. I did, until I personally did my own work in therapy especially hypnotherapy so in that way i could go back in a sort of uh, in vivo or, or imaginary state right imaginative state and go back to the to the pain and sort of recalibrate it in my mind to where i wasn't feeling like i was walking around with my heart like just a gaping wide hole mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so, so that was the only process 
that, that, that totally put a seal on that for me. And I was able to reframe. Yeah. Kind of- and I think, and I think that speaks well to the need for closure because many times we walk around with open wounds because we never receive the closure. And sometimes the closure is not forthcoming. So the same way that you use hypnotherapy to create your own closure, sometimes we have to lean not on the people we think who caused us hurt, but on our own self resources to create the closure we are longing for. That's right. Because you just, some, some, some people, if, if the situation were a different one, right? Say the person was alive. Mm-hmm. Some people just won't give it to you. Nope, they and, won't. Yeah, they won't. And, and they have a right to do whatever they want to do. But still, I, you, we have the responsibility, if you want to live a complete life, right? And understanding that you have creativity and access to healing because you're, you're, you're a human being, but you're also a divine creature you also you have that ability and there's so much there's so much available so your job is to go out and look for it to find you and you know dr trufi i'm so happy we're having this conversation because sometimes what we don't realize is when that person refuses to give us closure and of course we see that a lot in relationships that go south and it's almost like we allow that person to hold us hostage and because so they've, they've moved along with their lives. They're enjoying their next relationship. We're nowhere right. close to their thoughts. That's but right. yet, we're carrying them in our hearts and we're allowing them to hold us hostage. You see how that's such a disservice to yourself? Mm-hmm. So you've basically decided that you're okay with being re-traumatized. Absolutely. And traumatized perpetually. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a misunderstanding of how strong we are and what our real nature is. Mm-hmm. So I understand it's painful, but, but you know, continuing with the open wound is also painful, except that that one has no potential end date in sight. But if I go do the work, I can create an end date on that. But, but, but you know, Dr. Trifi, doing the work is so hard though. Doing the work can be so painful because I'm in psychology as well. So I know how painful it can be to do the work and to let go of the, the, of the hurts that you've experienced and to forgive the person, not for, not for them, but for you. Absolutely. It is hard work, but I do believe by nature, we have everything we need to move through life. You see? When you become, uh, 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 <laughs> when there's no more need for you on the planet, the planet releases you. When you've mm-hmm. done your work, you know, the planet releases you. The fact that you're alive still means there's more you need to do. Absolutely. So, yes, you have all the provision you need by your very nature to be able to heal. I tell people, you know how to heal yourself. Do a good job of it. You might have to go ask for help. You might have to go research. Hmm? You might have to dig deep. Like I said, connect to whomever your spiritual source is for help because some of this stuff is just so big. It feels so heavy and, and, and you feel so overwhelmed by it. So you might not be able to do it alone. Find a tribe, you know, a support group. Find somebody you can lean on. For me, that was one of my sisters who just got me so well that I could just, you know, you know we were just like, she was my therapist, essentially, you know, until I found a good therapist and, and did hypnotherapy work. So we have all of those resources available. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing your personal experiences with us. And thank you for, for explaining to us how you navigated such a difficult time to create your own um, closure. So if anyone is just joining us, you're listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. And our guest today is Dr. Triffy Wallace, a fellow Dominican sister like me. So I'm very happy to be speaking with her. And she's also in psychology like me. So wonderful connecting with her today. And she's telling us how her personal experiences has brought her to an even better understanding of psychology and her ability to assist those who need her services. So Dr. Trifi, tell us about your first business. Was that the community mental health business that you started? Yes. So 
you know, in psychology, when you get to a certain level of training, you understand that people who look like us have different experiences with mental health. And there's not as much access. There are more barriers to receiving real healing and care that's affordable, that's within your budget. So what I did, what I decided to do while I was in my PhD program is to create uh, access for families who were functioning with less economic means. So I created a community-based mental health agency to serve families who have Medicaid insurance, like straight Medicaid or uh, Care Source, Amerigroup, Peach State, those ins insurances where you don't need to, it, it's not like it's private insurance where you have to pay $500 a month, you know? So what we do is we send out teams of therapists, licensed therapists to the homes. Transportation is an issue for many of our families, to their homes to do the work with them to teach them the skills. And we allow them to come into the office for their psychological evaluations or for their medication support or to see a nurse. So I did that. I've been doing that from 2004. And where is your location for that particular business? For that business, I'm in Forest Park on the south side, closer to you, closer to McDonough than mm -hmm. where I am now, which is in Dunwoody. Interesting. And what is the, what is the name of the business? Business is called Community Counseling Solutions. Community Counseling Solutions. Mm -hmm. And you, do you yes. have a physical address um, for that? We're at 526C, as in Charlie, Forest Parkway, Forest Park, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And the telephone number to the office is 404-761-2446. Now, do you have a website? Because I think that is such an important um, service that you're providing. So the, the website's info is ccsatlanta.us, ccsatlanta.us. And in this day of um, COVID-19, do you have maybe some options for virtual interaction with your therapist? Because I would think that would expand your business beyond Atlanta. You know, um, absolutely. Uh, we do telepsych, which is basically we use Zoom or we use VC, another HIPAA-approved uh, medium to do our therapy so we've actually been seeing more people and i guess one can understand that with like since covid uh because uh <laughs> interestingly maybe because the families the parents are just so overwhelmed with all of this teaching business right having to be cooped up in the house with all the kids Look, people are showing up for their appointments, honey. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a break for them. They're using it as, can I just tell you, they're using it as an excuse to escape the kids. <laughs> Get away! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got, a, I got a mental health appointment. I can't be here right now. Bye! <laughs> it's an <Yes>. excuse. <laughs> yes, yes. It's great relief, you know, yes. an escape. But so, you yes. know, we all need it. We all need it because we're so yes. overwhelmed right now. So many people yes. are concerned about their jobs, concerned mm -hmm. about their financial security, concerned mm -hmm. about if school, because right now my daughter is in physical school, but every week wow. you're concerned if, um, you know, school will be closed next week. How will mm. you have to readjust your schedule? So it's yeah. a lot and it can be overwhelming. So I can certainly see why the numbers of your clients Yes. has been on the rise yes absolutely, absolutely. yeah yeah and it's, it's good that they're seeking the assistance instead of absolutely you know um we grow up in cultures i think people in the african diaspora just on a whole the idea of sharing your personal and your deepest secrets to other people is sort of you look at that kind of on a side you know like you ought to be able to handle your business mm -hmm. but you're a human being mm -hmm. you're a human being and there are ways to not feel so overwhelmed and so part of my mission too is to encourage people the same way you schedule a medical annual exam do a medical do a mental health screening just check in even if it's with your primary care physician you know hey doc you have anything that you can see if I, I how am I doing? How is my mental health? You know, they could give you a quick little screening for depression in there. You know, mm -hmm. you've you've been feeling all the sorts. Just have a little check in. Yeah. Your mental health. Your mental health. 
Yeah. And you know, one of the things I'm hoping to do with this program is, is create a community. So, you know, we have someone in finance, we have someone in yoga and physical health. So I'm yeah. very happy that you're joining us because we certainly need someone with um, psychological counseling where we can reach out. And I'm just always concerned that without those resources, many of us might resort to self-medication. Yes. Alcohol, yes. drugs, um, you know, being promiscuous because Absolutely. we are simply not coping with what is going on with us internally. And you know what that does? That just keeps you from your reason for being on the planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's your real purpose for being here? Like, really, did I just come to wake up and get up and, you know, go to sleep, eat? use the bathroom. I mean, that's it. Like right. there's more, there's more. Why am I really here? Now, if I keep a significant portion of my life bogged down by all of these things I'm using, right? The drugs, the alcohol, the sex without, um, you know, thinking about it. That takes up so much emotional time and creativity that I could be using to actually do so much right. for myself, but for other people. Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So that's, I, I really want to invite people to explore that. I mean, if that's you, I get it. You're a human being, you've been through some things. It feels horrible. It's just that there's so many different ways that are in your best interest that, that you have access to, that you can use to do better. Mm -hmm. Now, while we're on the topic of your businesses, I noticed that you have other, um, other um, qualifications as well, such as uh, advanced clinical hypnotherapist. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the other work that you do? So I am a Reiki master. Tell Reiki us. Reiki is a way to use universal energy. That's available to everybody, really. It's just your creativity and... and, and um, to heal physical, emotional, spiritual wounds, traumas. Mm -hmm. So a Reiki practitioner would just kind of sort of lay their hands on a person. Oh. Yeah. And I, you know, this, this, I, I think I gravitated towards that because where I grew up and Jeffrey might not remember this lady because she actually lived close to his grandmother. Mm -hmm. you know, her name was Ma Bethel. She was my mom's best friend. When something happened to you in the village, if you got a strain, if you got a, if you were hurt, uh, it, it, she, your family would take you to her and she would do that. She would rub you is what they called it. She would rub you. She had these little mixes and, and potions she would make with soft candle and this and that. She knew what she was doing. And she'd rub you and wrap you. And I promise you, those broken whatever's on the inside, whatever pain and strain and whatever would heal. And so people would leave from all over Dominica to come to visit her, to get her to rub them. And so that's a similar thing, you know? That's a similar sort of process. And, and it's interesting that you said that because my, my mother-in-law is Haitian. And I remember, <laughs> I re we're so connected. We as people, we are so connected because I remember when I had, you know, our daughter, of course, I'm a modern woman, Dr. Trefi. Yeah. So of course I wasn't paying any attention to the traditions of what you're supposed to do after you just gave yeah. birth. So I'm up and about running around the place. And guess what? Yeah. I crashed. And my mother-in-law did the same thing. She yes. got the, the natural healing medicines from Haiti yes. and she literally rubbed me down yes. with those medicines. Yes. And before I knew it, she said, go to sleep. Yes. I woke up, I felt like a new person. So Absolutely. I'm so happy to see that in your practice, you're incorporating those traditions Absolutely. that we hold near and dear from the Caribbean, from Africa, from our heritage. And you're finding ways to incorporate them with modern therapy. You know, what I, 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 I'm always writing, right? And so I have this, what I create, I, I call them Creole healing principles. Mm. And in my head, look, it's not been a, a, you know, psychologists, we need to 
put our work out there and we need to <laughs> we don't just put a theory out there right without it being vetted mm -hmm. so, so that's not so i'm not claiming it to be a theory except that i've seen how my people heal each other and have healed each other for centuries without having phds in psychology mm -hmm. so i understand concepts like hey staying grounded yeah stick to your roots don't be too fresh yeah i like that one for, for a non-creole speaking audience that means don't think that you uh let's see what's the word bougie maybe might be an american yeah. term yeah. yeah stick to your roots like know who you are yes i right? be grounded because a tree think of a tree that the tree with the biggest roots right the most the more rooted a tree the taller it can go amen if roots are not solid one little bit of wind what happens gone, gone. <laughs> right yes yes we have other sayings in the, in the country like abalate se tive meaning mm -hmm. beneath the earth are just little worms so mm -hmm. really live in the moment be present now in psychology what is this mindfulness Mm -hmm. acceptance presence be here now be joyful gratitude practice gratitude hmm? they tell you uh don't remove your intestines and and replace it with with straw mm -hmm. pie hmm? right stay connected to what is real and true don't fall for the okie doke <laughs> I'm loving this conversation. I'm loving this conversation because I think sometimes as professional people, we get so ingrained in what you mentioned, having theories that we can prove using the scientific process. You've, went, you've been through this a few times. You have a few degrees, so I know you've been through this a few times. But yet, we don't have theories for the traditional methods. We don't have theories for why our great-grandparents did what they did. But we know that it works because people feel better. And then some might argue, well, it's the power of suggestion, right? We've all heard this in the field of psychology, the power of suggestion. I think it goes beyond that. It does go beyond that. And even if it were only the power of suggestion, you know, suggestibility is one of the biggest tools mm -hmm. a hypnotherapist uses. Yeah, right. it is a powerful thing. The placebo effect, Okay, so even if I got better because of the placebo, just because you don't know how it happened, I'm so thankful that I'm healed, that I'm okay. So I had a professor who used to say, the absence of evidence does not mean there's no evidence. Doesn't mean it's, it's null and void. Just because you don't have evidence doesn't mean, right? It doesn't work. So we have to stay open. And we've seen how whatever it is all people did, somehow this little island on this whole big planet managed at, at one point to be like the, the country with the second highest number of centenarians. Yes, we're so proud of that. Per capita. So yes. proud of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not just what they were eating. It's not just what they were drinking or breathing in. It was a mindset. It was a way they lived their life, you know, mm -hmm. with all of these uh, uh, internal principles that the community shared and held on to. Mm -hmm. And those are important. That's the psychology. That's for me, part of Creole psychology or Dominican psychology. And I like that. I like that term, Creole psychology. We, yes. we, we need to look into that, Dr. Trifi. I think you're, you're onto something here because I'm Creole, you're Creole. Let's do something with the psychology. I agree. I agree. Yes. Now, now, here's a question I have for you. And again, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to Dr. Trifi Wallace out of Atlanta, and she's a wealth of information. We'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, I've been in psychology for about 25 years now, and... And I've never heard the term relational energy experts. Tell us some more about what is a relational energy expert. So in my opinion, yeah, a relational energy expert teaches people how to use their natural energy to create success. So in Jungian psychology, you were aware of Carl Jung talking about uh, his wife actually talked more about it. She wrote about it. Where on the inside, 
women, yes, they're soft, yeah, on the outside, but their heart is masculine, okay? Tough, hard, that's why women can have babies and the men will tell you, well, if you were waiting on me, honey, to have the babies, I think I might stop at one. My mom had 10 of those babies, okay? 10, all right? There's the way uh, that masculine people present in the world. So let me give you an example. Masculine energy people, again, because we're both masculine and feminine, that could be either a girl person or a boy person, right? But we're socialized for the most part where girls are feminine energy. So I'll start there. Feminine energy people, patient. Feminine energy is patient. It's passive, not passive in a negative way. It just kind of learns how to chill out and not be ah the whole time, right? Feminine energy, when you're in your feminine energy, you're more into a state of flow versus hustle. I gotta do, I gotta go. Feminine energy must learn how to restore emotional balance, faith, walking in nature, talking to friends, just talking, sitting around, doing not much, doing makeup, playing with their hair, like just soft things. That's why we're into the candles and the pink and the pretty uh, stuff, right? It does something to our souls, to us. And I see you nodding. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh -huh. so masculine energy. Masculine energy is go, 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 go. That's a part of us. And again, you and me, we're human beings. So we have access to masculine energy. That's the part that has us at a PhD level. Go, 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 do what you need to do. You must make it happen, right? You provide, you protect, and you preserve. You're about preserving and covering your family, protecting. Now, in relationships, sometimes we get that kind of just all over the place. We're using everything all over the place. But again, back to Dominica, they tell us that two male crabs cannot stay in the same hole. Mm -hmm. So if you, feminine person in the relationship, and your husband, masculine person in the relationship, right? If both of us are coming at each other from more masculine, what do you have? Two male crabs. Yes. Two male crabs. So that's when we find we're fighting, we're arguing, right? Listen, anytime you get to the argument stage, understand that both of you are being boys in your relationship, which is fine if you enjoy fighting. I mean, it's very sexy for some people to fight. But over time, especially for a feminine person, fighting will wear you down because the stress level is just too much. You know, you can do it and you can keep it up, but it's just too much. But, but can I interject for a minute, um, Dr. Trifi? Because I think a lot of that has a societal component because mm -hmm. we as women, we are taught in this modern society to be strong, assertive, um, mm -hmm. somewhat combative to get um, our points across. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes that does not lend well to relationships because you know we with that uh strong energy it's almost like it gives you the right to want to be right all the time and that yes, does not bode well for relationships oh look doc you just hit right this is it and that's the point so women we must understand that to succeed in life out there in the world again to get that phd to build your business you go straight into your masculine. You need right. to be able to tell somebody, no, no. And for them to listen to you right away. So your strength, yeah, you need to be like this with it out in the world. But nature has not yet had our men evolve. Because like you said, this is modern society. We've had to learn this in, within the last, what, 100 years or so? Mm -hmm. 100 years. Yeah, I mean, think about a hundred years in the grand scheme of evolution. It's not a long time. It's not a long time. So how can we expect the brother to have to be so? <laughs> and then that's and then that's where the issue creep um, creeps in because sometimes you will hear men say that you have no room for me that's because right. you're a modern woman. You're you want to change the oil in the car. Yes. You wanna you wanna fix um, whatever is broken. And yes. great that we can do this. But it's yes. almost like we're not living space in our life 
for me and and everyone needs to feel valued exactly. everyone needs to be feel valued and i'm so happy with the way that you're putting it right now that yeah. we have to choose our energies yeah. so you yeah. may adopt a masculine energy when it's called upon when it's yeah. needed to yeah. get you through you know a yeah. promotion get you through an opportunity but then you have to back and you have to engage your feminine energy i love the way you're putting this you have to engage your feminine energy in your relationship and you have to allow the person that you're with to take on some of the masculine energy because like you put it two male crabs can be in the same hole and here's the thing no again we all have choice right but we need a uh, complementarity. We need yes. positive and negative polarities to get union, right? If we're coming at the same energy, you're going to either have this or right. because if we're coming both now out of all feminine, because think about the last, again, like, let's say a hundred years, men are trying to figure out well, what's my woman doing? What's going on here? Right? okay, she wants me to, to talk more and to be calmer and to be sweeter and gentler and this and that. But with everything, sometimes we go overboard. You know, we, many boys have been raised by their moms, like, you know, me after my divorce. I, you have to step up and do it. It's not as if you want to do it, but life has presented you with a challenge. And so many of us, we, we raise our boys like how we were raised. That's all we know. We, we don't have the man map, you know? So many of our men have learned to be and to lead with their feminine, which is passive, patient, and vulnerable, right? <laughs> now, I know we say we, we want to be able to do and say and whatever else. I want to ask every woman who listens to this, how many of you just love, you're just so hot for the dude that's passive and patient? and vulnerable how many of us like that i, I don't they, think we would see too many hands going up dr trifi i have to be honest with you yes yes so, so we can't have it all we can't have it both ways you know it works great look i am let me tell you i get so like juiced up when i'm in my masculine energy because i can work again i was born in dominica i know how to work like a like a doll we sure and do I'm telling you, like, I just go like nuts. I love it. It's a rush. It's huge. But if, when you start coming into the door, man, you've got to go take a walk by the lake, mm -hmm. go do a little shopping, call your girlfriends to just start coming down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I'm down. happy that you mentioned girlfriends. And I want to speak about your latest project before we sign off today. But, you know, I'm getting so carried away with what we're sharing today. It's beautiful. And I hope... I hope you will come back on the program because I think we have a lot more to talk I about. That. And, I, and, and I think that that's another place we get confused because, you know, as men and women, we are different. It is true that women are from Venus and men are from Mars. And I think a lot of times we can resolve our own frustrations if we understand that, let's face it, you are not going to find a typical man who wants to have endless conversations about nothing. That is what, I'm happy you said that, that is what your girlfriends are for. I get on the phone with my mother, I get on the phone with my mother-in-law, and we can talk about absolutely nothing for hours, right? And I'm fortunate that my husband is actually somebody who likes to talk, but the average guy, he wants to know what's the problem and how can I fix it? That's masculine energy. That's now, it. Clean. Ladies, our brains do this thing. So uh, we have more connections actually between our left brain and right brain than okay. men. So it's easier for us to see everything and to talk and to feel and to think. We end up confusing them a lot, you know, when we're trying to talk. They're like, what are you, what, what, what are you trying What's to say? What's the point? What's the yes. point? Are you, uh, they interrupt a lot <laughs> because they're trying to. <laughs> and, 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 and then we complain that they don't listen, but we don't realize that they're listening for cues in the language. They're listening to, to, to find out if we're trying to inform them 
if we're trying to ask them for help with something, they're listening for the cues. But as women, sometimes we just want to talk for talking sake. (laughs) And that's the way we recover. That's the way we restore some of our feminine energy. Yes, I get that. But, you know, you can't get blood from a stone. So we have to become more efficient and intentional if what I want to do is to restore my feminine energy or that feeling, go where I know I can get it better. Like don't put the stress on the poor man, you know, and understand if I kind of take his nuts away, his, let me say a different way. If I try, I can't be trying to decapitate the man, asking him to be just patient, passive. And mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to want that kind of man over time. Absolutely. And that, that leads us very nicely into your latest project. So tell us about your latest project, because you posted a, a video on Facebook that caught my attention in terms of uh, difficult relationships during the Christmas season. So I'm very happy that you're joining us during the holiday season, just to help some of us who are, are having difficulty coping with difficult relationships, especially during the season. So tell us about your latest project and how it all ties together. So my latest project is a course. It's a digital course. It's actually a micro course because I'm building a seven module expanded version. A a course on how to create successful, committed relationships that feel good long-term. It's not enough just to say you're in a relationship because all of us, if you've lived long enough, you know how painful that is to be with a person and you don't want to come home. You know, you don't want to be around them. It's just too so stressful, okay? So I teach you the skills, how to speak up, but to speak up in a way, like we said, that respects your masculine person in your relationship, that doesn't treat them like they're your employee or your child. It's a different thing in the relationship. How to assess and evaluate the success of the relationship over time. How to uh, express your feelings when you're feeling hurt, because that's a big thing for us, all feelings. Now, in the, uh, all of this is available on my website, through my website, drtriffy.com. You spell Triffy like tri-fi. I used to tell people at Ole Miss, look, I don't want to be in your sorority. I am my own sorority. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Tri-fi. T-R-I-P-H-I. Tri-fi. That's a good one. So, yeah. So, so, so the video you're referencing I was talking about breaking up. Should you break up over the holidays? My answer humbly is no. Except if you, it's a safety issue or the person's just done something that's just so, I just can't. But if you already know you've evaluated the relationship and you're like, this is not gonna work. Yes, we're good here. We have good communication over here, you know, and the chemistry is popping over there, but we're not compatible. Like, nah, you know, he wants to, he wants no kids and I want kids. Stop deceiving yourself. It's not going to work. Leave the man alone. He's not the one. So you know you want to break up. But wait. Wait till after the holidays. And why uh, is that? Why is that? Because we are at risk, especially the heart can break. Mm-hmm. There's a phenomenon called broken heart syndrome. You know, where if your body your brain really is what it is, experiences sudden shock, sudden stress, or, or something that's too painful, especially as we get older, like, you know, you start hitting your 40s, 50s, and up, then fluid fills the heart. And a lot of people will experience pain in their chest. And a lot of women can relate to this. When so there's a physical the compo- component of a heartbreak. That's what you're telling oh us. Oh, God, yes, absolutely. The heart can break. There are people who have cardiac events that have to be rushed to the hospital. Some people have actually died. So it is true that you can die of a broken heart. You know, the clinical term is Takotsubo cardiomyopathy. Long word, really, it's just too much pain too quickly on the heart can shock can shock you into like just the threat response you know how sometimes a person might faint like you're just like i can't like mm-hmm. this is just too much for me i just give up i surrender mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't mean, I don't mean to laugh because this is serious but the way you said they just faint <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. chill leave it alone 
buy your little Christmas tree, go shopping, go hand in hand. I mean, except, like I said, if it's a safety issue, no, mm. cut out, leave. But wait until after the holidays, preferably till after Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Just be kind. Just be kind to your own self, too, because you're the one going to be sitting around Mm-hmm. still longing for them in a way maybe that's unnatural just because mm-hmm. you're feeling lonelier over the holidays so just what is yeah absolutely great advice now tell us a little bit more about the course that you're offering um you know do we do we do the course online what is the the mode of delivery of the course so tell us a little bit more about your course absolutely so the course is uh digital delivery you would download it uh, once you buy it, it comes to your, the link comes to your email and you go in there. It's available 24 seven for the rest of your life. You can go back in there and, you know, you need a refresher. Say you've created, you've learned the skills to create a relationship because ladies, especially for the ladies, I, I just, I'm so happy you've invited me back because we've been just loving all confused, like wrong side, left side. We just, again, we're doing all the energies at the same time. It doesn't work in relationships. And so a lot of us suffer trying to, we say to get him to commit. But a lot of it is about screening. (laughs) First off, because everybody and anybody can come up and say, I want to be with you. But we get to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the work you do on the front end will actually, like in everything else, increase your chances of being with a committable man. The way you communicate, the way you're speaking, what you're using or not using also has an impact. Mm-hmm. I teach you the words. I give you the words, I explain why, and I give you systems and processes to use to build your skill level because it's a skill-based operation. And it's important. This is the person you might be hitching your wagon to for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Making your money with, building a legacy with, having babies with. So it's like super important, you know, I guess the final thing I want to say on that is, you know, you've been in practice about the same amount of time, same length of time as me. And I promise you for most of the ladies, especially who come to see me, say they might come in, Hey doc, I got, I feel anxious. I have a lot of anxiety or I'm feeling depressed. Very often after I do an assessment and dig deep, it's relationship connected. Their relationship is not working or they don't have a relationship, it's not working the way they want it to, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we can get that piece of our lives elevated, you already take care of so many mental health issues. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. and, just, and just by way of the format, so is it more, do you use video, do you use audio? What, are the, what was the format we can expect to see so, within the course? Yeah, you can expect to see mostly videos. Good. Right? Mostly videos. And I actually offer a, a copy of my slide deck. You know, you have the, the presentation, a PowerPoint presentation. I offer two workbooks in there, like beautifully. You know, like I said, ladies, we like soft things. We like pretty things. <laughs> now, now, are you going to have a similar course for men? You know what? I told the guy, I said I need to do at least a little video for the men soon because my ladies are telling me that their men are sitting in. I do a therapy Thursday in one of my Facebook groups on, on Facebook called Trauma Transformers Tribe. I also have uh, Divine Feminine Secrets Global Network. And when I do the therapy Thursday where we're talking about relationships, their husbands come and start sitting. And last week was Thanksgiving, so I didn't have one. And one of them told me, yeah, Huzzy came and he said, Uh, (laughs) Dr. Triff is not going to be on tonight or what? (laughs) Oh, he actually missed you. So he's he's learning from looking at the program as well. Listening. He's Mm -hmm. sitting and learning and listening. But yeah, it's just so much information, Mm -hmm. you know, that I think, you know, they say you've got to educate the woman. Mm -hmm. To educate the village. Yes. That's right. That's right. Plus, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody going to be happy in this you know, house. I'm not, I'm not going to admit it, Dr. Trippi, but it's true. But we'll just say that's not true, Dr. Trippi. That is not true. <laughs> we all know it's true. <laughs> I'm going to the place of the deeper pain and maybe with wider reach first. But the brothers got to learn because they have dropped the ball on us. 
and they forced us to rush into that masculine energy vacuum. And we're tired of it. We don't like it. We think our brothers are capable of being strong, yeah, providers, protectors, and nurturers of us. And we need them so desperately. We so desperately need them because it's, it's too much for us. You know? So I, I can't wait to start talking to the men too. Yes. Well, I've certainly enjoyed this conversation. I'm, I'm leaving an open invitation for you to come back because we have a lot to talk about. I mean, we've only just pretty much talk about the women, you know, the men. It's a whole other chapter, a whole other topic. So that leaves us lots of room to talk about. But before we head out, I just want to remind the audience that your website is drtreefee.com. Is that correct? And I'm sure through that, they will be able to get your phone number, your social media contact, and everything they need to know about the courses that you offer and the important work that you're doing. So do you have any final thoughts for us as we get ready to wrap up? Oh man, I just want to wish everybody uh, happy holidays, you know, and to take care of your heart. You know, I do not believe that we are just uh, meant to be in relationships, that just to say we're in relationships. I don't think we're meant to walk through life alone. So I believe in community. I've seen the impact of that, you know. Um, and if you can make a commitment to yourself. You will ask for help. You will use the skills. You will practice new skills. You'll create new habits. Yeah, to think better so you can feel better in your life and ultimately to do better. Yes, and I'm, I'm happy you're ending with that because I always believe our first commitment is to ourselves to being healthy, to being happy, um, despite the social norms we think that are expecting, expected of us. And I like how you mentioned uh, being in relationships just for the screen, yeah. just to say you're in a relationship, you're married, yeah. but internally we're miserable. So it's like self-inflicted pain, like yeah. be happy alone, like instead of that situation, because it's too painful, it's too stressful especially on a woman's body, it's too much cortisol mm -hmm. being produced and all of the stress-related illnesses, heart disease, stroke, just, we just even turn bitter. We do this thing where we like, we just, uh, mm -hmm. no. Right. <laughs> no, not necessary. Yes, well, thank you so much for joining us here on Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. It has been a pleasure having you with us and we look forward to having you again on the program as we continue to explore the importance of healthy relationships and i think the the first healthy relationship we should be invested in is a healthy relationship with ourselves so Absolutely. thank you for being with us thank you so much i so appreciate it i can't yeah. wait to meet you and see you again yes and you know we're in the atlanta area so once this covid thing is over we have to get together that's right Yes, yeah, so take care and you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Dr. Trippy, thank you for joining us here on Untapped Potential to share your wisdom and your knowledge with us. And I am looking at the clock right now, and it looks like we are quickly running out of time. So here's what I was thinking. Uh, rather than trying to rush through the Vision 2020 information we talked about last week, I was thinking that let's go ahead and table that information. And instead, as we have the break quickly approaching us the week of Christmas and New Year's and just a reminder that we will not be on the air for those two particular weeks, I want us to think about one particular goal that we would like to work on in 2021. So take a look at 2020 and the years before 2020. There's been a particular goal that has been eluding you. So you've 
you've started working on that goal and for whatever reason you've not been consistent or you haven't been able to accomplish that goal. So I want you to think about that goal as we get ready to begin 2021. So for example, it could be your goal to get back into college, your goal to finally organize your finances, your goal to finally lose weight and keep it off, or maybe even a goal of being in a relationship if you're single or getting out of a relationship if it is toxic. So think about that one particular goal that you would like to work on in 2021. And then when we return the second week of January, we can begin creating that vision plan and working together to accomplish your own personal goal. So I thought that would be a better idea rather than rushing through the program um, today to get you that Vision 2020 information. So as always, it's been a pleasure being here with you. Um, if you're listening for the very first time to the program, a very special welcome to you. We're happy that you heard about the program and you decided to join us today. And don't forget, if this is your first time listening, you can also continue being a part of the community even when we get off the air this evening. You can jump on social media, on Facebook in particular, and you can find us at Push Past 10 on Facebook. So that is P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10 on Facebook. Or you can also check us out on our website, which is pushpast10.com for all the past podcasts that you have, you may have missed, as well as the link to our YouTube channel, where we keep most of our previous interviews, the videos of our previous interviews. So again, my name is Simone, and you've been listening to Untapped Potential on TDN Radio, a program brought to you through the kind compliments of Peregrine Care Management uh, Company. So again, thank you for being with me. I always look forward to Tuesday evening, kind of get my engine going <laughs> for the week ahead and just spending some time with you. So it's been my pleasure being here with you this evening. Don't forget that your life story is your strength. The challenges you have faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you are facing today. So as always, remember to stay positive, stay strong, stay active, and stay engaged until we get together next week, Tuesday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TDN Radio. You have yourself a wonderful week. Take care.